We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and today I'm coming to you live from my Philly apartment. It's my first session that I've ever recorded in this apartment, so that's pretty exciting. Um, a lot of people don't know that I moved, and I'm going to put it all on. Um, I did like a moving vlog, so I'm going to put that up on my YouTube, and I'll probably do a Q&A on my Instagram, but my podcast always seems to get everything first because it's just where I like talk the most. Um, so yeah, I moved to Philadelphia, which has been amazing so far. Um, real quick, I'll just give you like an update and then we'll get onto the meat of this video. So I moved to Philly because there are some projects coming up with stride that make a lot of sense for me to be in the city. And also I really want to be in the city. Like I'm 21. Every time I'm here, I'm always like, I really just got to live here. So my one employee and friend, Rachel was moving back to Philly because she works for me at stride, but she also works for berries in Philadelphia. And she was like, Hey, I'm moving back. I'm looking for a third roommate. Would you want to do it? And I was like, hell yeah, I'm down. So we found a place. So it's me, Rachel, and then one other roommate, Michelle. And the three of us are living together in Philly. And we moved in on Friday. I'm now filming this on Sunday. And things are going great. My condo will... I still have my condo in the suburbs of Philly. That's where I live all the time. And I still have that. And I will still be living there like half the time is that condo. Um, but I also have a place here in the city. So I plan on spending my time like half and half. Um, I'll keep you guys updated on how that goes and like kind of a schedule if I lock one down. And I don't know. I just feel like I've never had to like split my time between two houses. And it's going to get even crazier this upcoming um these upcoming months with me like having to live within different locations so 
It'll be really, really crazy. And I'm so excited to talk to you guys about that. And I'm actually going to be announcing um, what's coming for Stride on March 1st. So um, yeah, keep, uh, keep on the lookout for that. But anyway, I'm getting on a tangent here. What I'm saying is that I'm filming in Philly right now and I'm just loving it. Like my room is pretty much set up. I just have to get like decor things. Like I want to get a mirror and a picture and a couple other things for my room, but my room's pretty much done. Um, after this, I'm going to go upstairs and uh, tackle all of the boxes that we have to throw out. I'm going to upload a moving vlog and then you guys will see it. I'm probably going to get that up this week. Um, you guys will see the moving vlog and be like, holy shit, Tori, like you, like that's insane. And you'll know what I'm talking about. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, I'm just so happy to be here. I feel really good. Um, Lindsay was home from college this weekend, so she stayed over last night. And then we woke up this morning and walked to go get breakfast. And it was just like so nice. And like I'm in a really great neighborhood of Philly, and it's just really, really good to be here. So I'm really happy and I'm very excited for the future and what's to come for Stride, for myself, for my brand, for everything going on. So yeah, just thank you guys for letting me live out my dream. But I think this will be the first of many podcasts that are filmed here in my little Philly apartment. Um, if you guys hear loud noises, that's my roommate's dad upstairs building the entertainment system. Um, so apologize if you hear that. And also apologize if I'm talking a little quietly. Um, no one's home right now except for me and uh, my roommate's dad, but I feel like I always record like alone at my house because I live alone at my house in the suburbs. But here, like I'm sharing a house. So I feel like I'm like very mindful of how I talk and like well, where I talk and, you know, like where I walk and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Like I just, I haven't had to live with anybody since college. And that was only for a couple of months. And then before that, it was in LA for two months and that didn't really work out too well. So, um, which I still never told that story. And like, I don't know if I ever will. I mean, I guess I should. It's a really funny story now that I'm like older and I can look back on it and laugh because in the moment it was definitely not funny, but I also kind of just don't want to like dip into that past again, but then like, why not like me as well? Cause it's a story now. But anyway, what I'm trying to get at is that, um, I just have to adjust to like living with roommates. Like when Lindsay and I were walking to breakfast this morning, I was like, so how do you roommate? Like, do you cook them dinner when you cook dinner for yourself? When you buy groceries, like do you buy groceries for everybody? Like how does this work? So I'm like still slowly but surely learning. Um, if you guys want to in the Facebook group, just start a thread of like the best things to do when you live with roommates because I would love to know because I literally have no idea. I've lived alone for three years. So it's like a whole new territory for me. So and like combined, I've only lived with roommates for like, what, five or six months. So it's a whole new territory for me. And I'd love to have any tips. And I'm sure you guys, you know, I'm sure you guys have tips because I'm sure some of you guys live with roommates or you're in college or, you know, you're post-grad and you live with roommates or maybe you share a room with a sibling. So let me know um, because I definitely don't know what really to do. I don't really know how to act. So I'm just trying my best. But anyway, I'm on a tangent. Um, I'm really excited about today's episode. It is something that I've wanted to talk about for a really long time. Oh, really quickly before I get into the meat of the episode. Sorry, I'm all over the place, but it's because it feels really good to talk. And I haven't talked to like anybody. Well, I've talked to a lot of people these past couple of days, but I haven't talked to anybody like about all this stuff except you guys. So um, I signed with a network for my podcast, which is so exciting. Um, I signed with studio 71. They manage my YouTube channel. So when they were like, Hey, do you want to join our podcast network? I was like, hell yeah. So 
what that means is I'm probably going to get ads starting on my podcast, which is great because up until then, or I guess up until now, I haven't made any money off my podcast, which is obviously no big deal because I love doing it. Um, but now it's going to be really great that I can start making money off of this um, because that just helps funds stride. And honestly, that's just like what the whole dream is. So um, yeah, so it's really, really great that I can start monetizing this. But what I'm saying is I, I'm going to start putting ads on here. Um, but I just want you guys to know that any ads that I put up on here are some are, is are oh my God, they are ads that I really use and like products that I really use and believe in just like my YouTube channel. Um, so you guys don't have to worry about the integrity of that. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to sign with the network and I'm really happy because that means Manifest can get even bigger and we can get a larger community. And yeah, I know you guys really want merch and I feel like I can now like start getting merch out this year. No promises. Oh, Stride merch, by the way, is available online. You guys ask me all the time. And it's available online, which is super, super great. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to shop Stride merch, we ship everywhere in the world. Um, just go to stridespinningfitness.com and then click on shop. And uh, yeah, you guys can just pick anything that you want. We have a really limited quantity right now. So if you want something, I definitely recommend sprinting on over there to get your hands on it. Um, but I will say that I did just hire a full-time um, merch girl to do um, stride merch all the time. So if what's on there is sold out or not your size, whatever, um, check back in a little bit and we will probably have more stuff. I'm not really sure when, um, because there's a lot of things that have to fall into place before I can get a big order of merch going in. So that will be within like the next couple weeks or a couple months. But right now we do have stride merch available online. So that's stridesmanfitness.com. And you guys ask me all the time, can I buy stride merch online? And now the answer is yes. So go on there, check it out. And yeah, hopefully you guys will buy some things and shop around and represent stride wherever you are. And if you do buy stride merch, send me a picture of you in it because I would would love to see um, you guys in stride merch all over the world. That would literally make me so happy. So anyway, I'm rambling a lot. I'm going to stop rambling. All right, let's let's uh, let's get on to the meat of today's episode. So today we are talking about stress. This is something that I really felt this week while I had to do a whole bunch of things. Um, I had to, obviously, I mean, we're all busy, um, but I'll just give you like a glimpse into my week and you guys can kind of, you know, apply it to yours. So um, I teach five times a week uh, at stride which is my studio so I teach five times a week there I just teach spin um, I'm training two girls on top of that for uh, for teaching spin and bar at stride so I'm training two girls on top of teaching five times a week I also run that business so I have to like be a boss and like be there kind of frequently and try my best to be there um, I was also moving this week so I had to do all of my moving activities this week like packing and stuff like that um, and then I'm also doing a couple side projects on the side that I will announce one of them on March 1st. So I was doing that in addition to it. Um, I make sure that I have this podcast, my Instagram and my YouTube, which is like a full-time job in and of itself. But, um, I like dabble in the YouTube, so it's not as much, but I really do care about the podcast. Um, and then in addition to that, I like to work out and eat healthy and take care of myself and still have time to do everything and get enough sleep. So very, very busy. Um, not complaining at all, but just like a glimpse into my life. And that's pretty much what my week's are every single week. So for me, I thrive on a ton of stress. Like when I have a million things to do on my to-do list, I thrive because I really get in the state of flow. And when I'm in that state of flow, I just get everything that I need done and I just bang it out. So, um, 
I love being really, really busy and I really like the stress, but there's also a lot of times when stress gets to me in not the best ways. So I really want to talk about stress today and I want to talk about how we can kind of combat stress, healthy ways to manage stress, all those sort of things. So I'm just going to say that stress in and of itself is very stressful and it can be really detrimental on the body. For example, when I was in third grade, my mom was 41, I think she was 41. Um, My mom had a heart attack when she was 41 years old. And it was partly because of something that she has like in her heart, but it was also mostly because of stress. There were, you know, a lot of stressful things going on at the time and she ended up getting a heart attack from it. Um, She was like going through like this thing with, um, like a contractor in our house for like a kitchen. But then we also got puppies and she like blamed on the dogs. And she was like, the dogs are stressing me out too much. I literally had a heart attack. And I was like, mom, there's literally no way. But like, I understand. So, you know, like it happens. Like my mom literally had a heart attack from stress. Um, I know when I'm super, super stressed because I hold all of my stress in my stomach. And for years I've been on YouTube and Instagram and my podcast saying like, I'm so bloated. And I think it's because of foods. I think it's because of X, Y, and Z, da, da, da. While I do think I have SIBO and no doctor will like give me the SIBO test. They all just want an endoscopy. I'm like, I literally don't need that. Just give me Zyfaxin. They're like, no, I'm like, okay, then I'll just live with it for the rest of my life. Um, Well, I do think I have SIBO. Um, I also know that a ton of that is stress and I can totally see the difference because when I'm traveling, like when I'm in Jamaica or Hawaii or even flying on an airplane, I have zero bloat because I'm not stressed out. And I know if you guys know me, you're going to be like, well, Tori, you're really anxious to fly. That's very true. But I like medicate myself when I fly. So all of my stress goes away and all of my bloat goes away, which is crazy. But anyway, when I'm traveling um, on like fun vacations, all of my bloat goes away and I totally believe it's because I'm not stressed when I'm out on vacations. But when I don't sleep well or when I'm really stressed with work or when I'm just stressed, you know, that I'm not eating enough or not eating well enough, everything like that, I hold all of my stress in my stomach and it gets stuck in my gut. And there's so many studies that show like your brain and your gut that essentially your gut is your second brain. Um, And if you hold a lot of stress, you're going to hold it in your stomach. So I completely hold it in my stomach. And I think for a long time, the bloat that I've been talking about is a stress bloat, um, which makes a lot of sense because it literally started happening as Stride Phoenixville um, became like a really prominent thing of my life, like when Stride was like beginning. Um, Yeah, so it's really crazy. So anyway, tangent again, but I hold a lot of stress in my stomach. There's a lot of ways that let me know that I'm stressed. So I do a few things in particular. Um, Number one, I get really, really scatterbrained when I'm stressed out. Like I'm overly stressed to the max. I like a little bit of stress. Like I said, I actually kind of thrive on it. Um, When I have no stress, I'm like, wow, something's wrong. And then I stress out and I'm like, man, I need to have a little bit of stress in my life. Um, But when I am super, super overwhelmed with stress, I should say, um, a couple things happen. Number one, I get really scatterbrained. Like I can't really focus on one thing. I'm not in a state of flow and I'm constantly task switching, which is not ideal for um, productivity because it takes your brain like five minutes to fully adjust back to what you were doing. And if I'm switching a task every couple minutes, like answering a text and then being super reactive to an email and then doing something on mind body and then doing something else for a podcast, like it's super reactive and I get really, really scatterbrained and that's stresses me out and my mind is literally going a million 
miles a minute and I cannot keep up and I feel shaky and I didn't even have a cup of coffee. Yeah, that happens to me. Um, Another thing that I do when I'm stressed is I eat a lot. I find a lot of comfort in food and I've always been this way. Like I think it's because growing up, like whenever I was like sad or upset, my dad would always be like, do you want a cookie or do you want this? Do you want that? And it was always food related. So I think that's just sort of like how I grew up to find comfort in food and to find like wholesomeness in food again, which is a habit that I am really trying hard to break. Um, But it's just something that I do. I find a lot of comfort in food and I find relaxation in food. I'm you know, whenever I take a break, it's like, okay, I can take a break and go eat and like sit on my couch and eat this food and like chill out and decompress. So that comforts me too. So that's something that I've always picked up on and always have realized for my whole life. And it's a habit that I'm definitely trying to stop. Um, but I do find a lot of comfort in food. So when I'm super stressed out, I will eat. It gives me a break to take my mind off things. And it's an excuse that like, oh, well, I'm eating so I don't have to work while I eat. Um, but it's really just me comforting myself and all the stress that I have. Um, I really panic internally a lot. Like I will really stress myself out and be like, oh my God, like, you know, I'll be laying in bed one night and everything that I have to do the next day or the next week or the next month or to make these projects happen in the next couple months go, go forward. I, um, I really stress myself out and panic and double, double guess myself and doubt myself and be like, you know, can I really do this? Am I doing it right? Like blah, 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 all these things. And I just panic. Um, so when I panic, I either do a couple of things when I'm stressed out, I either avoid it or I go head on. It really depends how we feel. So like, for example, if I have a brand deal due on Friday and it's Monday and it's stressing me out, um, I will probably just push it off a little bit more, um, and get other work done and justify doing it later in the week so that I can get all my work done now. So I don't have to worry about it later in the week, or I will just go head on and be like, okay, it's Monday. I'm just going to tackle this now. And all of my other work can wait until tomorrow. It really just depends on how we feel that day, but I either go head on to the fire or I run straight away from the fire. And when I run straight away from the fire, um, I end up stressing myself out a little bit more. So yeah, but it really just depends on how I feel. Another thing that happens is I gain weight and this is because I eat a lot of food when I'm really stressed out. So I'm in a calorie surplus and I hold all of that stress in my stomach. So like this move, I've been eating a ton. Like yesterday, I literally ate so much food because I was super stressed out and I was like, all right, I'm just going to comfort myself real quick. And I just ate a ton. Um, And of course, when I overeat, then I stress out a little bit more. And it's just like this never ending cycle of like stress on stress on stress. But over the years of being really stressed out, I've kind of figured out what triggers my stress. Um, And when people say like, oh, try not to focus on stress. Hello, that stretches that stresses me out so much because I'm like, okay, I'm really stressed, but I shouldn't be focused on stress, but I am focused on stress and I'm stressed out even more. Like it's literally like this never ending cycle, but I've learned what triggers my stress. And for me, there's some really big things. So the first one is being overcommitted and not saying no. This is huge for me because I am someone that loves to be a people pleaser. I like to fit everybody in my schedule. I like to take on as many meetings and phone calls as I can because for me, that's being productive and that's me doing the best that I can for my business. But when I'm overcommitted and I don't have enough time to actually like sit down and do work, I get really, really stressed out. Another thing is when I avoid what I have to do and I procrastinate, that stresses me out a ton because then suddenly like my deadline's at midnight and I have nothing done and I'm like oh my god it's 6 p.m and I need to get all this stuff done but I've been working all day like what have I possibly been doing so procrastinating stresses me out a ton 
for the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine. And that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh the last few years. And it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another thing is not sleeping enough. When I don't sleep enough, it just completely ruins all of my productivity because when I don't sleep enough, I am not productive. I'm brain foggy. I crave sugar. I overeat. I just do not perform well when I do not sleep enough. So it, and then that's really stressful to like get enough sleep, but to get all my work done, but then to wake up early enough where I have a morning to myself or I don't have to be reactive to my employees yet to where I can also wake up early enough to like have time for myself and go work out. Like it's really stressful to like manage all of that time. So that's one thing. Um, Another thing that stresses me out a lot is not eating well and not working out enough and not taking care of myself. So like showering, um, doing my makeup, doing my hair, putting on an outfit that I like. Like when I don't put the time in to take care of myself, I get really, really stressed out. And that also relates back to eating well and working out because I feel my best when I eat well and work out, but I don't always have time to like make a really nice meal or I don't always have time to like go fit in a workout and you know, I would have time to go fit into workout if I woke up earlier, but then it's like, okay, well, I need to sleep enough so that I'm good for my workout and so that I'm good for everything. But do you see where I'm like getting at how this is all very stressful? Like time management is super stressful. It's easy to do, but it's also stressful at the same time. Another thing that really stresses me out is being too social. And then on the flip side, not being social enough. Like if I lock myself in my room for like two days and just do a ton of work, I will be like, oh my God, I'm literally being way too antisocial and I get stressed out like thinking that the world is going on without me. But then if I'm being too social and I go to like Xfinity Live and have like the most Sunday fun day of my life, I come home on Sunday night. I'm like, wow, Tori, like you are a degenerate. Like you, you wasted like a whole entire work day even though it's a Sunday but like you have so much work to be done like you you shouldn't be out like having fun like you chose this life to be an entrepreneur and like chose to like open a business like you gotta grind it out so when I'm too social I also feel really guilty and stressed out that actually brings me to a topic that I want to do an entire podcast episode about because I get um, a lot of questions like how do you balance like social life and working all the time and the answer is it's really hard to do it but I try my best too. So yeah, not comparing being social um, to not being social. But anyway, that's something else that triggers my stress. Um, Another thing that really stresses me out is comparison of others. So if I look at other girls' bodies on Instagram, food on Instagram, uh, work ethic on Instagram or YouTube, like I just get really stressed out and compare myself and I'm like, wow, I'm not doing enough. Um, Another thing is not planning enough ahead of time. And this is really for like finances. So if I know that I have like all these bills due um, and I want to make sure that I have all the money saved up for them ahead of time, but like let's say I forgot to transfer money over for something a couple months back, I get really stressed out that I just didn't plan ahead of time. I sound really high strung and like kind of crazy and honestly, maybe I am, but like I just realized that this is what triggers my stress. Um, And then another thing that really stresses me out, and this is the last one, is looking at my phone too much. When I'm on my phone 
like all day answering texts, emails, Instagram, like doing things that I have to be doing, um, I get really stressed out. My eyes get tired. My brain gets scatterbrained. Like my brain literally feels fried and it really stresses me out. But then also like not being by my phone and like not being connected to my employees and to my business stresses me out even more. So it's literally like a never ending cycle and a double edged sword of like, what do I do? Um, So those are the things that I know trigger my stress. So how I've learned to manage it is um, a little more conventional and useful than what Google says because Google literally says, go get a massage. And it's like, hi, you don't always just need a massage when you're stressed out. Sometimes you need to like actually do tangible things that you can do every single day to manage your stress. So let me get into my little list. And this is um, these are the things that really help me. So number one, and this is my biggest tip. So if you're going to take any advice from this whole episode, take this because it actually works. And that's to write things down. This is literally the biggest tip that I could ever give you. I'm someone that is constantly thinking in my mind and I need to declutter my mind by writing it down. Whether that's on my phone, on a notebook that I have right by me, on my laptop, anywhere. Like literally if I, let me open up my notes on my phone right now. I have so many just little notes on my phone. Like today, I have like a to get list for my apartment. Um, I have a phone call that I need to do later today. And I just have every little note that I have written down that I want to bring up on it. I have a million to do lists in here. Like this is an email from don't really know when maybe Friday. Um, I just have random, random notes in here. Like I have songs written down in here. I have a note that says latch and then panic at the disco. Um, I have another note that says sexy bitch. I'm guessing that's a song. Um, I have another note that says hummus pesto. So I guess I had to get that at like Wegmans or something. Um, I just have all of these little lists and it just helps me so much declutter my mind. Um, So even if I have the slightest little thought, another thing that really helps me out is Siri. So if I know that I need to do something and I won't remember to do it, but I know that I'm going to need to remember to do it, all you do is take out your phone and you say, hey, Siri. And then she'll like make a little reminder for you and you say, hey, Siri, remind me at 4 p.m. to take out the trash. And she'll remind you at 4 p.m. to take out the trash. It's literally that easy. So writing things down helps so much. Another thing that really helps um, in terms of like writing down is journaling. And you don't have to journal like with the purpose. You can literally just journal just to like write down what's in your mind so that you feel a little less cluttered up there. Um, like even if I'm really, really stressed out and I don't have time to write down things, I'll write that in my journal. I'll be like, I'm really stressed out that I'm writing right now because I don't think that I have time to be writing. And then I'll kind of like explain why I feel that way or I won't. And I'll just go off on other tangents. It's really just wherever my mind takes me. But I know that I always feel just a little bit better after I do that. Um, my house is so cluttered with like notes all around. I've literally notebooks everywhere. I have, you know, them, they're all in my phone. I just have to really write things down or else I get super lost in my mind. And then I stress out that I don't remember them anymore or that things aren't getting done. My calendar is color coded. Like every single thing in my life that's in my mind is written down somewhere. So I don't really have many secrets because they're all laying around my house. So That's the biggest thing that I have for you guys to manage stress is to write things down. The second one I kind of touched on a little bit already, and that is sleep. 
you guys got to sleep. Um, I, I've been talking about this a lot in my past couple episodes because I really believe in the power of sleep. Um, it's just so important and it's so valuable. Joe Rogan had uh, Matthew Walker on his podcast and they talked about sleep. I definitely recommend to go listen to that podcast. Matthew Walker also has a book on um, sleep. It's called Why We Sleep. Super valuable book as well. Definitely recommend to read that. But you need sleep for so many reasons. Like I said, if I don't get enough sleep, I get stressed out that I didn't get enough sleep. And then it's hard to sleep when I'm really stressed out. Um, Double-edged sword, like always, like everything in my life. But getting enough sleep is so key because when you have enough sleep, you are productive. You you can get into that state of flow so much easier. You want to eat better. You want to work out well. Everything just gets so much better when you have enough sleep. I literally could not recommend getting enough sleep more. And I am super, super fortunate that I don't have kids or I don't have pets or I don't have anything that really prevents me from getting the sleep that I want. Yes, I have um, obviously a business that I run and like a full-time job, a couple full-time jobs, but I am still able to prioritize my sleep as best I can while getting in workouts and eating healthy and doing all that stuff together. Yeah, it gets really stressful at times, but it's something that I really prioritize. So I make sure that I can get it done. Um, but also along with that, like I do know how lucky I am. Like I, I don't know. I've never talked about this on like my podcast or my YouTube because I was really embarrassed about it for a little while. Um, but when my ex-boyfriend and I were together, we ended up getting a dog together. Um, and she was like the best little puppy ever. Her name's Aspen. She is the best. Um, but him and I got a dog together for four days. <laughs> and in those four days, I was so miserable because I could not sleep. I was so beyond stressed out. My home felt like a training facility and not like a, like a surrender or no, not like a, you know what I'm trying to say. Not like a calm Zen space for me to like chill out and like get away from like all of my work and all the stress that I have going on outside. I felt so stressed out when I walked in my door. Like puppies are supposed to make you so happy. I was the exact opposite. Like I was so unbelievably stressed out. I was dreading going to sleep because Aspen would always be so um, like loud at night because she's a puppy. Like, how can I blame her? I don't blame her. But what I'm trying to say is puppy life was not for me. And I, t- I so get that now, like with babies and with puppies and with dogs and pets, like there are other factors that go into affecting your sleep. Um, and I get it. Side note about Aspen. She is totally fine. She actually lives five minutes away from me in the suburbs. My family's well, my best friend growing up, Hannah, she has her. So um, I can go see her anytime that I want. And I follow her dog Instagram and she is so happy and so cute. And my best friend from childhood has her. So that's really amazing. But Aspen is totally fine. And she's just the best little puppy ever. Anyway, um, back to what I was saying. So I get why sometimes sleep can be really hard to prioritize. But at the same time, like it's so fun to prioritize sleep because who doesn't love sleeping? So um, I get it, but try your best to get enough sleep. Another thing that I kind of already said is taking care of myself. This includes working out. Um, so a lot of like Google stuff will be like, go take a yoga class. And like, yeah, that can definitely help. But not all yoga is like super relieving of stress. Like sometimes they, you know, working out in and of itself is stressful on the body. There's a TED talk that says what exactly exercise does to our mind. And it's really amazing. Um, definitely recommend to go check that out. Uh, It's just on YouTube if you guys want to listen to it. But, um, 
yeah, working out is really, really important. And it's something that makes me feel really good. It sets me on the right path for the whole day. So I definitely prioritize working out and making sure that I get it done every single day. But at the same time, when I plan workouts every single day, that will really stress me out, especially if I wake up and I miss it for whatever reason. So I'm really lenient with myself, right? You know, I wake up and the plan is to go work out, but I let whatever my body wants to do that day decide what the workout's gonna be. So if I wake up and I'm like, I wanna go do CrossFit today, I'm gonna go do CrossFit. But if I wake up and I'm like, I wanna go spin, I'm going to go spin. So, um, I really just let my body tell me what it wants to do, but I make sure that I prioritize time to work out. Um, also another thing that really helps is changing your mindset of working out and eating healthy, not because you have to, but because you want to, um, when you change your mindset of working out and eating healthy, because you love your body and you love being healthy, it suddenly doesn't feel like something that you have to stress over. Um, it just feels like something that you're doing in the act of self love. And that is really a game changer when you get to the bottom of that, because you know, when you eat really healthy, it's not always what you want to be doing, but if it's something that you know that your body is going to love and enjoy and you're nourishing yourself from the inside out, and that's going to make the best version of you, then it it does, it tastes amazing every time. It is great every single time, and it's what you want to be doing every single time. So when you sort of shift that mindset, um, same thing with working out, like not working out as a punishment, but working out because moving your body is celebrating that you have a body that works, that, you know, waking up to go work out means that you woke up another day and you're able to celebrate. So let's move our body. Like it's really a whole mindset shift that really changes things when you go into taking care of yourself, changing your mindset. You know, you get the benefits of eating healthy and working out because you enjoy it. Um, another thing that always makes me think about this is how stress-free I feel when I eat whatever I want at vegan restaurants. Like today, my parents and I are going to Bar Bonbon in Center City and I'm so excited. I love it there. I've been there a couple of times. One of my favorite vegan places in the city and the reason why I love eating there is because I never stress out when I eat there because everything that I'm eating is vegan. It's made from plants and I feel really good when I eat it and I never walk out of there with a bloat because everything that I'm eating is good for me. Um, and it's just stuff that I feel really, really confident in. Um, so it's just, it's, you know, these little, little mindset shifts that make a huge difference. Another thing is showering and taking care of myself, like doing my hair, my makeup, putting on lotion is, you know, silly as that sounds, doing a face mask, everything like that. Even if it's only 15 minutes, even adding that into your calendar, it's going to make a world of difference when it comes to managing your stress and setting aside time for yourself. Next up on the list of how to manage stress is social interactions. Um, earlier I said that being too social stresses me out. And then I also said being not social enough stresses me out. So it's like, where's the fine line? Here's the fine line. I plan times with my friends that aren't during work hours and I always have an end time to it. So like if Lindsay, for example, wants to go to Xfinity Live for a football game, you know, I of course want to go because it is so much fun and YOLO, I got to go live my life. Um, but I know that that's going to be from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. at night. So I can work before it. And then when I come home, I can shower, get ready for bed, write my to-do list, write my journal, and go, go right to bed. So I can plan out my social interaction times with having an end time. That really is beneficial to have like that end time. 
Um, another thing is when I take a break, um, from working or whatever, I can call a friend and just talk for 30 minutes. That 30 minutes is going to act as a break for me where I can just sort of dump out what's on my mind and hear about other people's life. It's a social interaction, whether it's a phone call or a FaceTime, maybe it's going on like a little, you know, coffee date, but then again, probably not because it's during work hour time. So scratch that I said that let's just say the phone call or FaceTime, um, just talking to someone for 30 minutes every day makes a huge difference. Even if it's just your mom, like I call my mom just to talk and it always makes me feel a lot less stressed out. The next tips are to create the ambiance in your room that you want. This can be your room, your work environment, wherever you are going. So like at, let's say it's the end of the night and you're in your room and you want to feel really relaxed. Lighting a candle is huge key. I love lighting like vanilla scents that always makes me feel really warm and cozy. It's like vanilla scented candles. Um, putting on music like the lumineers oh my god it's literally the best thing ever to like wake up to or to put on at the end of the day like when you're just decompressing putting on the lumineers is amazing um or also like diffusing oils just creating an ambiance and a mood in your room that really lowers my stress levels for me but also if i'm working i will then create a stress-free environment through music through candles through scents and oils to just sort of calm my mind like right now when i sat down to do a bunch of work i had to do emails and a bunch of other things this podcast you know i put on the lumineers i lit a candle i turned on my little salt rock lamp that i just got and i set a little mood for myself in my room and it just makes me want to get into a workflow that is stress-free and happy and collaborative and supportive and empowering and makes me want to just get work done in a productive environment so creating the ambiance that you need. Another tip that really helps is learning to say no. Uh, also talked about this a little bit more, but if you know that you know overcommitting yourself is going to stress you out, you can say no or you can postpone things to another time um, that will be more convenient for you. So learning to say no isn't always easy, but it's definitely beneficial. In addition to that, learning to not procrastinate. Um, so getting things done, like what's stressing you out the most, get it done so that you're not stressed out by it anymore. Um, find the state of flow and really stick with that. The last tip that I have that I think really helps manage your stress um, is one that not a lot of people talk about, but I feel like it helps a ton. Um, and that's like cuddling. Human affection helps so much. Right now, I have no one to cuddle, which is sad. But when I was like dating my ex, like that was the one thing that I would always feel so much better when I was really stressed out. Like I would just like cuddle up and just get a hug, like kiss, like anything that would just give me like human interaction and affection with like a significant other would always make me feel so much better, so much less stressed out. Even if it was just for like five minutes, just like, you know, laying on the couch together for five minutes, it helps me so much. Um, and no one really talks about it, but I think it's really underestimated and underplayed of how much that helps. Like I know that at the end of a really long work day, what I crave the most is um, just like cuddling and doing like nothing with somebody uh, at the end of the day, like not even talking with them, just doing nothing with them and just like cuddling and just decompressing together. That to me really is, um, it's it completely levels out my stress a ton. And it's actually really funny because whenever I'm single, I find that I like have a lot of stress bloat going on and I gain like five pounds of stress. But when I'm dating somebody, 
I like lose it all because I like have that cuddling factor where I'm no longer stressed and like I just drop a lot of the stress weight that I hope that I hold really interesting um but I mean obviously right now I have no one to do that with so I just have to cuddle with my pregnancy pillow that I sleep with every night in bed and that's that but yeah, guys, those are my tips on managing stress. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Stress is something that we all have and it's good to have stress. It reminds me of like that Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide episode when um, like the janitor was like so low stress and he was like, yeah, like I don't care about anything. And then like Mosley, I think was her name, was so high stress and she was like, oh my God, frantic. That's like me all the time. And then Ned was like, yeah, you got to have like a little bit of stress because if not, you're going to be like the janitor. And if you have a ton of stress, you're going to be like Mosley and you don't want that. So that's like always what I think about. So you do need a little bit of stress. It helps you be productive. It kind of lights a fire under your ass and that's always like the best. Um, but you don't want to be too stressed out to where you feel like you can't get anything done and that you're literally drowning in your life's responsibilities because you only live one time. Life is meant to be fun. So I want you guys to enjoy it, but I also want you guys to build the best life for yourself possible. So I'm going to end you guys on that note. If you guys want to join the Facebook group that is manifest with Tori D. Simone, I'd love to have you guys just search it on Facebook, request access and yeah, I'll accept you guys but i'll talk to you guys all in my next episode have a wonderful rest of your week be sure to follow me on instagram at tori sterling my youtube is uh, youtube.com slash tori simone and i'll talk to you guys next monday have a wonderful week guys and happy manifest monday